This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Dynamic banter. Dude. Can I tell you something, Mike? Yes. I'm obsessed with fucking Love Island, man. I don't know what that is. Dude, it's <gasps> fucking so... It's a fucking reality show from the UK. Uh-huh. And by the way, man, can I just say it? You never know what you get to hear. I was expecting it. The problem with that soundboard is there's one button, and you don't know which sound's going to come out. Dude, I would love that. It, in fact, if one day I could make a product, it might be. What do we got? A little spit? Oh man, just a lean. I'm disgusting. Thank you, Michael. If you can um, make a one product, day, it's one day, a... if I could make a product, it would be. Um, it would totally be just a little electronic box yeah. with a button on it and when you press it it does like one of like a thousand sounds yeah sound button yeah and that's it third favorite 90s and band. all it is is like press it when you want to make a make an impression hey are you not getting enough attention right now go ahead and press <laughs> this there he is <laughs> dude it'll just maybe maybe it's just a box that plays horns hey is it somebody else's birthday press the button <laughs> Friend got a promotion at work. Press the press the button. Hey, is your friend fucking being a bitch? Press the button. Are you at a friend's child's baptism and you don't believe in that kind of thing? Press the button. Do you not believe in Jesus Christ? Press the button. You think you're better than everyone? Somebody's looking at someone else. Press the button. Here's the deal. Every day, some kind of bummer news comes out on the from the world, and you're like, "Fuck, man, when's she gonna get good?" Fucking Epstein suicide. <laughs> you really bummed out about that. I'm so bummed out about it, Mike, because <laughs> it was such a dude. Here's the thing. At the very please fucking, stop this music because I'm gonna go out of my listen, mind. Listen, at the very least is this is still a commercial for oh, that button. Oh my bad. At the very fucking least, man, what we were going to get from that man's testimony yeah. was a connection between. Well, forget about the between. Uh, he was gonna release names of like billionaires mm -hmm. that have been involved in straight up child sex trafficking. Yeah. Like fucking children, Mike. How could they not? It sickens me to the core. In what world? And be honest with me here. Thank you so much. Does that information die with him in 2019? How is? Do you think all of that information was just locked in that dude's I mean, I dead do appreciate the, the the angle, the take. Yeah. And and you're right, dude. But the truth is, is that these billionaires, these people who have more money than we'll ever comprehend. Yeah. They already have ways to cover their tracks uh -huh. in such a way that 
They've already erased this podcast. There's just no way, dude. I mean, it's very rare. That's why this whole Jeffrey Epstein thing has been such a fuck. Because it was like, dude, this guy had the names of all of these fucking billionaires involved in child sex trafficking and sex with children. Fucking billionaires, dude, that are having sex with kids. Sex with Children Island is the worst. Dude, save those kids. Oh, fuck. Gotta let that guy into my house. (laughs) Anyway, listen. It's the FBI. I'm fucked. But I'm just giving in because there's nothing I can do. (laughs) Sorry, Alana. Alana's record is... Dude, you're gonna not remember Alana after today. (laughs) Because the FBI is gonna take care... You're not gonna remember Dynamic Banter. You're gonna wake up... Dynamic Banter and Alana? Yeah. You're gonna wake up next week and you're gonna be like, I just what I'm supposed to be doing this week. Anyway, I wish we started talking about something else. Anyway, like listen, I just got to get I got to get this point out mm. because that's what this button that we're selling is for. Oh, you press it and it lightens the mood no matter what happened. Uh huh. You're in the hospital room and one of your relatives is passing. Press the button. Come on, send them ever send them elsewhere with a smile on their face. You've been waiting for a, a pizza, sitting in the parlor, watching them make the pizza, and looking forward to yours for 45 minutes. It finally comes out, and the pepperons are curved at the end. They got lee grease inside of it. And, oh, you slipped on somebody's goddamn garbage and spilled it on your grandma's lap. Everyone's laughing. Press the button. Push it, and everyone's giving it a laugh now. Yeah, we were so close to nailing so many fucks that have been getting away with hurting children for so long, dude. It's crazy. And then, yeah, totally, totally a lot of those names go to the grave with that man. And, um, you know, maybe they they raided his home and they found all this evidence of other stuff. So potentially... That would have been a long time ago, though. Yeah, but all of this stuff is... um, Well, now that he's dead, it's kind of like a, a closed case, but... What if they could raid your but head? But the FBI is doing research into <laughs> how he committed suicide while he was on suicide watch. And, and and then there were all these people that were like, well, he was taken off suicide watch. And it's like, well, sure, but just very recently he was taken off suicide watch. And don't he's like, you... I promise. Yeah, and it's like, dude, are you out of your fucking mind? And on top of this, he's like a high-level inmate. Like, he's like a fucking star witness in this like crazy case uh-huh. this fucking crazy case and of course you'd be fucking watching this motherfucker like a hawk right yes anyway i don't know it sucks but we could have nailed those mother- the a lot of motherfuckers including dude which is fucking crazy which is one of the craziest parts of this whole thing apparently bill clinton allegedly bill clinton was huh. one of the billionaires involved in this fucking sex thing man, interesting kids Bill I don't Clinton know, and, and involved in sex things seems to... To, to not be that surprising? It seems to yeah, be a man. hot topic. It sucks. Because it's like, yeah, the Democrats are all like, fucking Hillary, and like, Bill Clinton wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of sucks. But dude, look. Dude, if it's a politician, it's hard yeah. to find... Dude, that's why I don't want to talk about any of this. But just listen I to know, Bernie Sanders talk. I know, we're talking about <laughs> Just listen to him talk. Just listen to him talk. I mean, he just also, said, yeah, yeah. and this is, uh, I think Joe Rogan talked about this last night at the comedy store. None of us know anything about 
politics. And we vote these people in, yeah. and they're just like weird robot strangers. Yeah. And none of us know anything about them or anything about politics. They're just alien strangers. Yeah. They're they're aliens. They're they're like reptilians. I love the idea of the reptilians. They yeah. came to our earth to be our elite and use our resources and live on a nice planet because uh-huh. their planet was not good or something. <laughs> I don't know the whole story of the reptilians, but they're aliens that apparently are Is living. Is that lizard people? Yes. Is it the same yes. thing? Yes. yes. Okay. They're they're living amongst us and they are the elite because they you know they are superior intelligence or whatever. But and they got these... a, they got a real thing for kids, right? And the see, that's the people. thing, dude. That's why when I think about how fucking. Dude, it just imagine what is happening behind closed doors nope. with people with infinite um, money. Like we dude, we we get the small kicks from a fucking popcorn in a movie at an air conditioned movie theater or like we go to a cool event cuz we're fucking influencers or whatever and we get invited to cool shit. Wonderful. Those are things that make me so happy. Uh. Being able to entertain a massive audience of people or a slightly massive audience of people. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. It gives me so many feels. But, dude, like, that's because we come from humble beginnings. Mm. We didn't want, we didn't, we didn't think we'd get any of this. You know what was cool when growing we were babies. up? Which probably helped us become good human beings. Remember when you wanted something and you can't get it and you've never had it? <laughs> yeah, I think about it. That's good for you. That's good for people. Dude, you're not wrong. That idea of limitations, that idea of of working for something uh-huh. or the idea of putting some sort of actionable effort behind a want. Yeah, if you get things and you didn't assert at, at any point. I'm not saying like yeah. billionaires have never worked in their lives. Totally. Of course they no have. No one's saying that. But when you're like born into it, I don't even know what the fuck we're talking about. No, dude. I mean, it's just important to have like a work ethic and it's important to have empathy. Yeah. And look, I'm not saying like it's very easy to be like we're all highfalutin over here in our fucking city boy, liberal bubble lifestyle. And like we're no, it's like I'm in a lot of financial trouble. I don't think I'm better than anybody, but there's truly just something that is undeniable about from the from a psychology standpoint mm-hmm. there's something so undeniable about the behaviors of someone born into money yeah. who came from money or became a billionaire or whatever and between people who grew up in fucking squalor or low lower class neighborhoods yeah. and shit or anything and, in between like you could be yes, born exactly. from money but your parents could still they they don't have to give you everything. Right. They could still in, instill a work ethic. Right. And show you where things come from and totally yada yada. And I've seen it. I've seen that too. And the mm. the, the whole spectrum of of people exist on this planet truly, and uh, and we've seen all of it. But it is interesting how you know I don't know. It's just so important to have these limitations maybe to human to humanize. In some way, but so but even to say, but dude, listen, even to say to humanize is like a perspective that only we believe because we are in this fucking liberal bubble, dude. We mm. grew up in a very like, you know, we're in this little thing, and recycling's cool, man. 
I'll throw the fucking can in the other trash can. It's about time somebody railed against recycling. Dude, no, it's just one of those things where, like, when you were a kid, you're just like, the only problems we have are we don't have any money. <laughs> and out- Which branches off into other problems. But it's very personal shit. We weren't thinking about the planet when we were fucking... Ten or yeah, no, I, mean, I was we were, thinking about juice. Mostly. Yeah, we were thinking about girls and like Ninja Turtles and shit. And uh, you know, I don't know. This is so tangential, but it really is just one of those things where it's like we all have these perspectives on what life should be and how life should be lived and such. And it's fine, and that's what makes humanity so, you know, uniquely beautiful in certain ways because. You have all these unique viewpoints, and it makes the world interesting to say the most positive thing about that. But it also doesn't. The, yeah, go ahead. Well, the point I'm trying to make is, is that you know, I think we all, even though there's so many different viewpoints and there's so many different perspectives, I think we all just want the same thing, which is to not die too early and to like enjoy life, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know. Enjoying life is such a subjective thing because these fucking billionaires, dude, were enjoying life in their own way, doing this fucking unspeakable shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like this stuff's happening right now, dude, and it sucks. And and it's it and the reason why this Epstein thing pissed me off so much is because it just it just proves how helpless we kind of really are at the end of the day, you know, because it's like you put your faith in the good guys for whatever that means. And let's go down the list. (laughs) You put your faith in the good guys hoping that, you know, some bad shit like a fucking billionaire child sex ring gets fucking squashed and revealed. And all these people's lives are fucking ruined and destroyed because they hurt these children. And you like you want to feel that win, dude. You want to feel that fucking win from a pers- from a perspective of like, fuck. The U.S. is so in a place of just just dis- disorder and like and chaos, like mm. fucking mass shootings, dude, everywhere, all fucking day. And then Amnesty International uh, released that thing that was like. Now, if you travel into the U.S., there's like a terrorism warning. Like, mm-hmm. if you live anywhere outside of the That's U.S., been for a while, right? But this thing is like, please be aware that there could be mass shootings literally anywhere when you enter the U.S. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what, dude? We're we're totally in Biff's Back to the Future now. You know, in that scene of Back to the Future Two, when Marty's walking around Hill Valley and there's fucking homeless people all over the streets and there's fires and fucking rock music playing. He went to LA? You could hear gunshots and shit. Yeah, like we're finally, I mean, I think we're, we're like barreling to that fucking future, which is like terrifying as shit. But I don't know, man. I really wanted that win and I really wanted to feel like we were going to at least take out some fucking bastards, regardless of who they were, what party they were on. Mm. I just want bad people to stop doing bad things and, it was just really frustrating and hard when 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 the Epstein stuff happened because yeah. I was just like, man, just come on, we needed this one, you know, as a as a community of people that just wants to see good people win and bad people lose. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> that's the button. 
All right. Well, um, let's see. What should we talk about? Can uh, I say something? Yeah, go ahead, buddy. I think I'm that... sorry it was so depressing. That's what, I'm not depressed. But listen, dude, dynamic <clears throat> banter is about going on a goddamn rant about whatever. And we went on a, sometimes we go on a serious kind of sad one. So whatever. Well, anyway. I'll say to button it up at the end, I guess, that in all me and my mom talk about this a lot. And you the most powerful thing that you could do is make the things within your grasp as good as possible. Totally. So like you can't control what other people do but you can control what you do obviously so if you do your best like you know right from wrong if you do your best to live a good life then dude i used to i found this penny in the basement once right and it was like my favorite shell silverstein poem penny in a basement off the edge of the sidewalk (laughs) and then there was another little metallic thing around it that said like if you keep this penny you'll never be broke Technically. Oh, right? I love it. Because you'll have a penny. I love that. And I think that as long as you're honestly not fooling yourself, having full self-awareness that you're doing your best to be a good person, you can't lose faith in humanity because that means there's at least one person trying to do that left. And then the idea is that maybe, you know, you can't tell anyone how to be any certain way, but you can influence people by being a um an inspirational living in inspirational life totally totally you see other nothing inspires me more than seeing other people being good people right you know because as much as there are terrible scumbag motherfuckers out there got spit on one the other day by one the other day. Someone spit on Somebody you? Somebody spit in, onto and into me, and we'll talk about it later. Oh, I can't wait. There are. That's what I'm saying, that they're in this city, like, Ryan exists. Ryan's pretty good. And there's also a person who would spit on somebody. But as long as I know Ryan exists, I know that there are probably other people like Ryan. Ryan's doing his best, and there are other people doing their best. Yeah, and to your point of like, I just you don't know, like when people lose faith in everything and and everybody. Yeah, and it it dampens their own soul. But I'm like, keep your own light going. But I and I agree. I totally agree with that. If you if you're dampening your soul, because I feel like you know whatever you want to believe about the world about life. The older I get, the more I like, you know. At least I'm getting curious about like these concepts of you know, energetic things and kind of like how the soul is like an energy or like, you know, I've found in my life as being someone that's just like outwardly like, like social and outwardly like, I just kind of like exude this kind of like, hey, come here kind of energy that's Mm. like. You want everyone to come here. Yeah, come here. Let's talk about shit. Come here. Look at this. (laughs) You know, and it's like I, I want like like if I went around honking that horn with a big smile on my face, not only would I be getting so much joy and energy out of the world, I think it would g- emanate an energy to people that would cause them to come over and look at it and laugh and and whatever you want to call that, whether it's psychological and, and certainly it is to a large degree. Or whether there's some sort of kind of like you're definitely like putting an energy a out positive there that energy. people want to be a part of. Yeah, and, you know? and and it's like you know it's it's kind of like fuck you with your bullshit magic. Like what is that magic? Like but 
we truly don't know, and there's just so much we don't know about consciousness and just the brain and blah, 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 blah. So anyway, I just love the idea that, like, and it, and in thinking about things, incidents in my life where being that outwardly, like, open and just being so open to, like, anything to happen that may, that anything happens – you know, I've found that it's welcomed these really amazing experiences and these really amazing people and it's drawn in all these like this these interesting things. And I think that to some degree it's because I do live a life in the idea that if you're just nice to people, then you'll get niceness back, you know? And it's like and not in a not in like a I won't only want nice and it's a selfish way. This is my favorite Beatles quote. Was, Be nice to people, <laughs> you're going to get niceness back. <laughs> you're going to get niceness back. It's one of those B-sides from uh, uh, Let Abbey it be side. It's a let it be side. But anyway, yeah, so I do believe that, like, you're right, Mike. You can't just sit in the idea that, like, we're doomed and fuck this planet and fuck everything and I'm scared and I and my fear is going to lead me to, to be this negative entity, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, I do believe that if you do that, you're just emanating this, like, grossness. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's on to yourself, it's definitely on to yourself, but at that point, whether it's on some people in your life and then extending beyond that with your internet usage and, you know, fucking bullying people on the internet or just putting more vitriol onto the internet, Mm -hmm. negative vitriol onto the internet, I do feel like not only are you spreading this kind of normalization of, like, fuck everything... Which I too I totally understand a percentage of, because I wouldn't want to eliminate all of the fuck everything, because then we wouldn't have things like, you know, any Jonan Vasquez comic or like, uh, you know, spoon fingers or what is it, lizard hands or salad fingers or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. There's just so much funny shit out there, even like a South Park or or a, a Rick and Morty that just wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the fuck everything attitude. Mm. So to a degree, it's fine, whatever, but I think that if you just live in it, like you were saying, if you just dampen your soul with this, like, dark shit, then you're just gonna kind of, like, welcome more dark, bad shit, mm-hmm. and it's gonna cause you to, like, fucking stumble and tumble and fucking, you know, not get what you want out of life and because you're just stuck in this fucking mucky gluey black garbage Mm. you know i don't know i think i do i do believe to a degree if you if you within your soul believe in goodness and that there are good people in the world like ryan and there are good people in the world that will that want to help and want to want the same thing you want then um at least you're opening up that little path of like light into this like i'm doomed fuck everything world Mm. Make your own light, dog. But dude, privilege is such a big part of that, mm. dude. Like we we do have the privilege of being male and being kind of white looking, <laughs> whitish. We're a bit beige. 
You know, and it's like we Welcome already Welcome back to Dynamic Beige. And not to be like, you know, <laughs> not to make this too racially charged or whatever, but it's like, you know This is my favorite segment. There are two things there are two okay, let's just live in the fact that we are men. Uh-huh. And as men it's born that way. In the from the eighties, whatever, we are eighties kids, nineties kids, whatever. Uh-huh. You know, we are men and we kinda didn't really we weren't bothered too much, you know, in the sense that, you know, girls were bothered by people who are fucking assholes or wouldn't let them do shit because they're a woman or they're a girl or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so to a degree, yeah, it's so easy to be like, yeah, man, just fucking let the light in a little bit. You could be aware of the way things are and still no, have totally. a positive outlook Totally. On but a lot of people aren't aware of the way things are and don't believe in like white privilege or male privilege and they don't they truly don't believe in it the problem is you're never going to change everyone's mind at the same time because people are at different levels like you don't know where i I mean you were kind of saying it with the privilege thing but you don't know like where everyone you want to talk about growing up in like squalor like fucking like legit squalor you're just not raised with like a sense of ethics all the time and i'm not fucking making excuses for people and there's both ends of the spectrum. God damn. Yeah, that's dude. About? That's the thing. Like, to to kind of like you know to lead this wherever it's going. The the thing is, is like this is why I can never do Joe Rogan's podcast. Because <laughs> halfway through this, I'm gonna be like, where am I right now? Yeah, I mean, it's just one of, it's, it's one this, of but... those things where it's like, yeah, dude, there are different perspectives, and you never know where. I mean, that's why you just. Another good rule well, of thumb. Another just, good rule of thumb for yeah. humanity uh-huh. is like, and this is a cliche one too. I'm sure you've heard in a more eloquent way, but like, you know, we all, you don't know. Don't judge a book by its cover. You know that fucking thing. Uh-huh. You don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, behind those eyes. Yeah, <laughs> which is my favorite Three Dog Night song. Behind yeah, those eyes. <laughs> But truly, you just don't know, man. Like, you could see someone that's smiling and happy and laughing like fucking Robin Williams, and then the next thing you know, the dude's gone, man. Because Dude, we're playing, like, depressing bingo right now. Yeah, I mean, it's really one of those things where, like, you just don't know. So so I guess, like, you know, whatever. If we want to get out of this conversation, the easiest way out right now is just to say, you know, be conscious. Just try to be conscious. Mm Mm-hmm. Of what someone else is going through. Have empathy. Empathy, man. It's so important. If you are listening to this and you are hearing us say empathy, the word empathy, if you don't know what it means, that's totally okay. I'm not going to shame you. I might. But if you don't know what it means, I'm sure you felt it. I'm sure you understand the concept of it. Mm -hmm. But if you don't know what it means when you hear empathy, Please just look it up. Just Google the word empathy and read the definition of it and, you know, read about like empaths, like and and empathetic, you know, things like look just, up all the adjectives. Just just check it out because the concept of empathy is so important. And I think. I, I mean, it's not taught, dude. Mm-hmm. It's that's what I'm saying when you live by example is like you show that to people. Yeah. And you you can't make someone be like, oh, I wouldn't want to do this to someone because it would hurt me. You right. Can't ma- you have to, you know, that's like a nurtured by example right. type thing. So that's why I'm saying fucking be the light and be the goddamn yes. change. Yeah. 
and and then have faith that there are other people like you. And but don't look. fucking live in comparison to everything else. Live your totally. life your own fucking way and uh don't compare yourself to other people. Right. And just do your best all the time and don't kid yourself about what your best is. And take responsibility and um Take ownership of your life and don't kid yourself about what your best is. And, and Squarespace website. Mike beautifully said, and to add on to that, if you don't like what's happening in the world right now, in the U.S. at the very least, or if you don't like what's happening in the rest of the world too, truly, then just like really concern yourself with voting truly concern yourself with it yeah that's a part of doing what you can do yeah you know that you have yeah. the right to do that so it's like doing your best not kidding yourself about what your best is is right. reading up on on people and like mm-hmm. you know trying to if these people are going to make decisions for you try to get somebody yeah. in there who fucking and and look there's documentation it sucks i know you don't want to fucking oh, when you have to write on paper like that i mean look i understand you don't want to fucking what is your civic duty to write on paper for a second <laughs> that sucks listen you i know how your grandfather went to war and got shot at <laughs> it sucks so much to have to walk listen. a block or two to f- write on paper for a second and look mike's being <laughs> hilarious and it's very funny and i and i think it's hilarious but Truly, like, it sucks, dude. It sucks to be, like... And I know there's a lot of people that have those, like, cheat sheets. That teach you how to write on paper for a second? No, it's like, here's who to vote for. Like, you know, vote for this person in this category and this person in this category. Mm-hmm. And it's like, look, if that's the way you gotta do it... Yeah, make sure your your thoughts line up yeah, perfectly. Yeah, just try, when... dude. Like, in the at the very least, like, if you have a friend that you know is politically charged... And believes in the things that you believe in, and is, uh, you know, and wants the same things that you want, and they're posting like the thing that's like, here's the cheat sheet, basically, and you trust that person, then like, sure, man. But like, you know, just make sure you're making the right decision. Or just be your own person and do some work. Yeah, even if it sucks, you could do that if you even want. if it sucks, because dude, shit's real bad. And it and it is, but also. It was always worse than it is now. Worse. I don't, dude, I don't want to talk about this so much because I've had like such a depressing couple days. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't know. I I mean, we can, we can definitely end this. I don't know if I totally, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I agree. In the dine, dude, Mel's diner used to be separated into white people and black yeah, people. Yeah, that's true. And then true. they used to like spray black people with hoses and do terrible. I know that terrible racist shit happens all the time, but I guess as a whole, as a society, I think we're the best. Like there are woke people now. There was never woke people. There was just like nice people. And like not, re- there are people who have, I don't know. I mean, I think it's there always, always- going to be different. There. I don't know. I think there were Jesus always. Christ. I think there I'm were dumb. always. Don't listen to any fucking. <laughs> this is dumb. I think there were always woke people. I just think that the internet connected them. Mm-hmm. And and the same goes for like the bad stuff too. Uh-huh. The internet. The internet. You know, everyone talks about how the internet is like the 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 devil, and it's like the internet is the problem. It's also what you make. It's people. Yeah. Like people say, social media sucks, <laughs> yeah. but it's like you're if you didn't have any friends. 
If you didn't choose to put anybody on that shit, let's wait for the rain. <laughs> Hold for rain. Hold for rain. There would be nothing on the, like imagine a Twitter without following anyone. There would be nothing on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I bet the, like, you know that idea that, like, the internet's the problem, the internet fucked up everything. I wonder if people felt the same exact way about, like, the library. The goddamn library. We can't have kids reading books about what's outside the U.S. <laughs> they're going to get voodoo on them. There was libraries way before the U.S. existed. <laughs> they're going to get they're gonna get gored by a savage if they leave the U.S. <laughs> they're going to get eaten by a centaur if they leave the U.S. They're going to get gored by a savage that we gored to have this U.S. <laughs> We don't want them learning the truth. <laughs> anyway, all right. Gord by, <laughs> by a savage is my favorite Kevin Costner. <laughs> I thought it was a Smashing Pumpkins song. <laughs> Good Goodbye. All right, let's do some ads. Yeah, might as well. Is this a stomp? Is it a Bring in the stomp. Bring in the stomp. <laughs> Guys, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, Quip. Quip is in my mouth every day. Every day I put Quip in my mouth, you guys. And if that's not enough of an endorsement for a product, I don't know what else is. Guys, uh, how about you simplify the morning and evenings with a simpler electric toothbrush from Quip. That's what Quip is, an electric toothbrush. It has those timed sonic vibrations that cover the basics of every part of your mouth and just take two minutes twice a day. It teaches you the habitual routine of cleaning your mouth properly because I guarantee, ladies and gentlemen, there are a lot of you that are doing it wrong. Sorry. And if you think I'm telling you guys, if you think I'm blowing whistles up up it, Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes that's accepted by the American Dental Association. That's right, guys. They're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals, and they have thousands of verified five-star reviews. And hey, there's even a kid's brush. It's the same as the original, but it's tweaked for size-down kids. You got a small mouth? If you got a baby's mouth, you're going to want that kid's brush. Anyway, you guys know about the built-in two-minute timer. I just told you about it. What about the sensitive sonic vibrations? Told you about that. The multi-use cover that works as a stand and mounts to mirrors. And you, like, seal it all up in this cool future tube when you travel around with it, which I do every time. And how about those, uh, there's also those monthly, or sorry, those bi-month, what is it, every three months you get new brush heads? Every couple months a new brush head comes. There's a whole thing. Anyway, guys, you want it. I have it. Mike has it. A lot of people in this, uh, almost, almost in the swordsman office. A lot of people in the Valley Folk office. <laughs> ghost. Have, uh, <laughs> have, uh, Quip toothbrushes, and they, everyone loves them so much. So, guys. <laughs> depressing bingo. Who got depressing bingo off of mentioning swordsman? That's the only one I did. <laughs> he did it. So, guys, Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash banter right now, you can get your first refill pack for free. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash banter. Getquip.com slash banter. Thank you, Quip. Oh. <laughs> Miller Lite never lets you down. 
It kicks you right in the gut where you want it. You fucking bastard. Our, our beer is made in the mountains. Do you understand what that means? No, you don't. No one gives a shit. <laughs> we don't know what that means. You don't fucking know what it means. Great taste, less taste. Every grain of barley in our beer was crushed by hand by a man. When you sweat on a farm, you know what it means to be a male. Male. Ah, every beer bottle, every single bottle of beer can break so you can use it as a weapon in a bar. <laughs> There's 500 horses in every bottle. <laughs> Every goddamn bottle of our beer has one rock in it. A small rock. That's how badass it is. <laughs> That's our gift to you. Men in the 1800s used to eat small rocks. <laughs> help them digest. <laughs> There's a horse in every bottle. <laughs> Everyone gets a horse. You can't pass a shark without some rocks in your stomach. <laughs> when you buy our Miller Genuine Draft, you get a horse. Everybody gets a horse. Get ready. Come get your horse. <laughs> and then the music drops out and he's like, horse is waiting for you. The horse is waiting. <laughs> that horse needs to be fed. Holy shit. We'll leave the horse on for you. <laughs> All right. HGTV horse hunters. <laughs> I don't know. This one's pretty beat up. All right, guys. Me undies. Me undies is here to save your life from boring, uncomfortable undergarments. They're here to change the way you think about underwear in every s- single way. They believe undies shouldn't take themselves too seriously. And they believe undies should be soft and fit every booty like it was made for every booty. That's my life mantra. Life should be, don't take yourself too seriously. And everything should be soft and fit your booty like it was made for your butt. Guys, MeUndies doesn't just have undras for boys. Absolutely not. There's stuff for girls too. And they believe that every woman should have the freedom to wear whatever they want. And whatever color they want and whatever size they want. So ladies, rejoice! The Feel Free Collection is here. MeUndies size tested these five new silhouettes on every body type. With an ultra soft, feather light waistband that provides zero restriction. And I hear that's very important. That's something I learned about as a boy. That undergarments can be too tight on the ladies and uh, leave those goddamn marks. Hurts ya. <laughs> These undies will be the first thing that has ever been on your body. The best thing, sorry. <laughs> They'll be the first thing you ever wear. And they have sizes in an extra small and 4XL. But anyway, guys, 
The new Feel Free Collection offers the ultra soft waistband, maximized comfort with weightless feel design. With you in mind, new prints drop every Tuesday, so undie exhaustion be gone. And MeUndies offers a flexible membership that has styles for both men, women, matching your boo, and even your dog. They and they don't have just undies, guys. They also have super soft and com- comfy onesies and loungewear, perfect for uh, you know lounging. <laughs> guys, I got a onesie. Did you get one, Mike? Have you gotten one? Yes. I got a onesie, dude. Did you try it on? Uh, I didn't, so I you gotta try it, it on immediately. Oh yeah, dude. It's just like it's like you slipped your whole body into it's a like different you, body. It's like you became your whole body is a shaved leg, and you <laughs> slid it into satin linen. Oh. It's like sliding your whole body into linen. <laughs> so, guys, <laughs> MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. <laughs> guys, this is a no-brainer, especially because they have that 100% satisfaction guarantee. So if you don't like them, you get your money back, dude. Come on. Don't be dumb. <laughs> Come on. Get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee by going to MeUndies.com slash banter. That's MeUndies.com slash banter. Thank you, MeUndies. Very good, Steve. So the president of the... No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I went to a Taco Bell's hotel. What is that like? <laughs> it was great, man. Why did they explain that? It was great. They just, they just, uh, they made like a pop-up hotel in you mean like out of a book they opened a book and then a hotel came out and we all went in and had a great time that's nice how many that years sounds, <laughs> that sounds so great by the way i wish yeah. i could do that dude there should be a, a amusement park that pops up out of a book yeah or at least like a land within an amusement park that opens up like a book because imagine how big that land, that property would need to be. If that's the how whole big I want it. To, and I want it to be a real book. Dude, Mike, that's just not. I don't. I'm sorry, man. I don't think that's possible. It takes 150 years to read the book. Dude, you would have to have the equal amount of land on both sides for the book to be able to fully open and then like open up onto the ground. You, it takes. Do you understand that? 35,000 steps a day to read a page of that book. <laughs> Oh, now you're reading it? This doesn't sound like a good theme park, Mike. No one's going to read the book? You've built a theme park on it? What's the theme park, then? Is it just reading the book? It's the story. You just read a book. You go to the giant book. It opens up every day. I'm saying you're going to have a book and have no words in the book? That's a waste of a book. I think there'll be, like, you know, pieces of words. Is there a forward? Pieces of words is my favorite. Cheryl Crow. Anyway, so they they just like converted a resort in Palm Springs. Uh huh. Favorite place. And uh, really, it's I got a, something I, to it's say. It's a great about place. Palm Springs. I mean, it's not wonderful. my favorite, but I, I do love it. There. Yeah, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. It's just really hot yes. in the summer. Well, it's a desert, and. It's really only a place I think you should go to if you want to just like get out of the city and just like chill. Yeah, be important. But there's really not much to do in Palm Springs. It's just like go to a place Depends where there's a pool and that's that. Dude, if that's you're fifty, that's be true. Set for life. It's a perfect place to retire, I think. Yeah. If you have air conditioning. <laughs> but anyway, the they yeah, so they, they converted a resort into a Taco Bell hotel called The Bell. Uh-huh. And they invited us to our very first night. 
And me and Alana and Whitney and Jesse went, and I filmed some stuff, and there's going to be a vlog on the Valley Folk channel probably at some nice. point. They serve you Taco Bell <laughs> all day and night? One. <laughs> Two. <laughs> Shit, I wish I, could, I, wish, <laughs> I wish I didn't laugh because I wanted to keep that going. <laughs> Anyway, so, <laughs> yeah, dude, it was just like, it was, you went in, and it and there was like, they were serving you Baja Blast drinks with like popsicles in them, like the second you walk uh-huh. up to like the, 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 like the front desk. They got a dentist on standby or what? <laughs> <laughs> and then they give you like your swag bag and the key to your room or whatever. And we got this like fucking super nice room and it was just like the swag bag was really fun. And then they like, the room is stocked with like Taco Bell chips Uh and like Taco Bell, like Baja Blast in the fridge and stuff. This is a fun episode to also talk about privilege. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I talked about how we went to go to events and shit. No, no, no. I'm just fucking around. But anyway, so, uh, and then they just, um, they gave us this like cabana that we just sat in all day in front of the pool. Mm -hmm. And then they just brought Taco Bell food out all day. And then these like. Was it too much? No, because you could refuse it. Do they have other food options? Yeah. They had a menu with like salads. Like there was a guy near the front door who pointed. You can get the (laughs) fuck out of here. No, they had like. Do you want pancakes or something? Well, get the fuck out of here. Everything was Taco Bell. Uh Everything. Mm -hmm. But there was like salads and like healthier options. Yeah, but it all tastes like one thing. It all had Taco Bell like stuff in it. Yeah. Everything from Taco Bell tastes like one thing. It's just different. It looks different. I don't know, man. When was the last time you had Taco Bell? Recently. Really? Mm-hmm. There I mean, was one on Ventura in mm. Studio City, I think, that has a line no matter what. It has a line through the drive-thru that pours out onto the street no matter what. Yeah, there's one. No matter like, what time. There's one in like Reseda that used to be like that. Mm. I think it's like, I don't know what it is. People love it. People, people love it. There are, in the Northeast, there are Taco Bells, but people aren't horny for it like they are here. It's yeah. insane. It's, um, you know, I think they, they just appeal to the California <clears throat> lifestyle. Yeah. Because they're like very people much. people who don't want. Because <laughs> they're very, because like, you know, California is very you like. You want tacos, but you don't want to wait for them. California is super like, <clears throat> or at least like the greater Los Angeles area or the west side. You know, there's like, you know, that whole be out late clubbing culture. Yeah. And. Taco Bell's open 24 hours and it's like the perfect place to just go get some fucking shredded chicken burritos. Yeah. And some fucking chalupas and shit after you've been drinking all night and your body's your body wants nutrients. Yeah, your body <laughs> needs vitamins. Your body wants water and you're shoving chalupas down your throat. That was our <clears throat> like Wendy's and White Castle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's just, you know, and Taco Bell like really nailed the whole like millennial culture thing. Like they're very hip. They're very like their marketing is always very like you want this. Very this bright, is cool. Very orange, very purple. Yeah. Anyway, so um Most it was great, man. Fast food by state. There was like dancing girls that like were doing pool acrobatics and stuff. They did like little shows. Is that annoying when you want to take a dip? No, it was great cuz we were a di- we were dipped all day. We were dipping and we were dipping nacho fries and then cheeses and dipping in the pool. (laughs) Yeah, the pool was nacho cheese, dude. Did I not say that? You didn't say that to begin with, no. 
Anyway, it was great, dude. It was really cool. Then they had this band called Fletcher play. They're Fletcherlance? Like Fletcherlance. That's cool. And uh, yeah, we were like right up front for that. It was great. It was were just a good? great time. And then and then you went to bed and then you woke up, dude, and they like delivered like a breakfast taco bar to your room. What? Yeah. And there was just like scrambled eggs and it was all Taco Bell stuff. You made these little Taco Bell. And then they gave you these like pancake Cinnabon bite things with like fucking gooey Cum. inside it. <laughs> <laughs> That's real nice. Fucking sweet. <laughs> Every bite of it has a warm, gooey Cum. right from the center of it. Every last bitch. Cum. Mm, come to Taco Bell and get your. Cum. <laughs> Dude, this is so weird. I looked up the most popular fast food restaurant by state yeah and i've never even heard of the place that it's was it like rangers or something oh i love rangers Kings. you ever been a rang dang danger burger <laughs> it's got armadillo in it <laughs> what time is it if we're there by four they give us five free rang dang oh. burgers <laughs> you come on down to rang dangs everybody fucking loves that don't steal your number you know the one we're losing a lot of numbers out there. <laughs> it's at the end of every commercial. Please don't steal our goddamn numbers. <laughs> what do they mean by that? Please. <laughs> like the serving now numbers, people are just walking out with them? Yeah. You, cause I, cause we I can't afford more numbers. I guess I'm kind of um, referencing um, Whataburger. Which is like, it's really one of the, you ever been there? You know what I'm talking about? Whataburger? I think so. It's like, it's 100% called what a burger. Yeah. But anytime I go to fucking Texas or (laughs) hang out with someone who's from Texas, they go, Whataburger. Yeah. Let's go get some, let's go get some Whataburger. They talk, they just talk different. I know, but they call it Whataburger. So like when you go, you have to like assimilate to it. Do you say Whataburger? What? Do you like enunciate every part of the word? Because I would say I would get lazy and I'd say Whataburger. Well, no, that's what it's called. It's supposed to be called Whataburger. So you're just mad that they say it in an accent from where they're from? They're saying what instead of what. I think it's just an accent thing. I mean, I've heard them say what. It doesn't sound like what. Anyway, what? I was thinking of Whataburger and how um, it's like a. I guess it's like a, I don't know if this is just an Austin thing, but I was there with some locals and they were like, if this is your first time at Whataburger, you got to take your number and like keep it. Oh, okay. It's like a, it's like a thing where like your first time ever you keep your table number. Uh-huh. And so I have it. I have mine somewhere. It and was they like, get mad when you take them. I mean, I just thought it would be funny to say they get mad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they get mad. That's got to be some cheap shit, right? Those Somebody's got to order those. I hope that establishment's doing well. I guess that's true. No, they're fine. They're all over the place, and people love them so much. Okay. They love them so much. Oh, I love you. But what happens the next day when you got to go from fucking 22 to 25? I know, dude. So you just skip it. Anyway, uh, do you want to do some History Roads? Yes. Or do you want to talk about something? Nope. All right, fuck it. Let's do some History Roads. I found out long ago. Steve 
Can I say something about shows real quick? Yeah, dude, do it. A couple extra claps and tick ticks in there at the end. Uh, yeah, just add them in right after the clack tick tick. Reportedly <laughs> gone. What is that? What is that? It's the ghost of the royalty free meditation <laughs> track. <laughs> Uh, on August 22nd, I'm going to be at the Stress Factory in uh, Bridgeport, Connecticut. Tickets are available for that now. On the 3rd and 4th of October, 3rd, 4th, maybe 5th as well. Thank you so much. For, uh, and I'm going to be at uh, the Corner Comedy Clubs in Toronto. And tickets are also on sale <laughs> for that right now. You guys and should then, totally... Uh, to that show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Might as well cool. And uh, the next big one in LA is on uh, August 31st. I'm doing this new show called Surrounded and the Improv Lab where we're in the middle of the room and they set up the the show uh, so the audience is surrounding the Whoa, comedians. what are you going to do? You're going to show everyone your butt for I'm a bit? Show e- I'm going to show at least 50% of the room my butt at all times. Are you ever going to turn around or are you just going to face forward? No, you got to work the whole room. You got to you gotta like turn around and yeah. shit? It's wow. kind of like watching medieval times, but it's just the jester and you're in a <laughs> tinier room. And you could get murdered. <laughs> Dude, that's the waiver when you when you go into medieval <laughs> times. If they don't like, if you don't like the jester, you can kill him, <laughs> <laughs> just like old times. But if you twist your ankle killing the jester, you can't sue the you, establishment. You can buy the king package where if you don't <laughs> like the jester, you can kill him. <laughs> Dude, what do you think about this? I want to do a cruise. I want to make my own cruise called the Lion Cruise. Okay, and I'm like in. Half an hour in, somebody throws your dad overboard. <laughs> and it's up to you to get him back. <laughs> More at six. Is this a We're choice? the ice cold Miller High Times. <laughs> it's so cold, you're going to burn yourself. Freeze your heart. Freeze your nuts off with our new Miller High Life. <laughs> Have a fun time with your horse. You, now you own a horse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This first history road. Are we done with your plugs? Yes, I you think can so. Keep, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I didn't want to cut. I didn't want to cut off your plugs. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> we have. Uh, new stuff oh, in the store. Yeah. Yes, we do. We have fucking awesome mugs that uh, Byron kind of scoured the internet for, and I think they're like metal or like tin or something like oh, that. Oh, cool! And uh, so we have mugs and that poster where we're like, yeah, that poster is real good. Uh, what would you call that? Like medieval? Yeah. Oh, the one with Mortimer? Yeah. Oh, the giant yeah, Mortimer. the one where we're riding Mortimer. Yeah. yeah. So that and mugs are available on. Um, what dynamic banter dot clothing. Dude, I want one of those. Are we signing those? The mugs? Yeah, no, the posters, yeah, for sure. We're signing them. Okay, I'm gonna the Valley Folk. Great. I'm gonna keep one. Yeah. Guys, this first history road comes from you, Jerry. He calls it a short a very short history road. And he says, You know how people say it's a double edged sword? Well, how does that make any sense? Aren't all swords double-edged? No. The saying Ryan should just be, his head, no. it's a sword. Okay, you, Jerry, I don't think you understand. Also, Ryan looks like he has a house in Palm Springs right now. <laughs> right? I believe when someone says double-edged sword, mm-hmm. it's like there's no, like both sides of the sword is a is a sharp Like you're thinking sword. barbarian sword. 
Like a Braveheart sword. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's both sides of the sword are sharp. Yeah. That means that you have to make a decision where you're going to get fucked either way. So what is the conversation about? Ian Gregory. He's saying that there's no swords that are only sharp one side. He's saying that he's thinking that both sides. It's talking about both sides of the blade. Yes. Of the one of a one blade. The both right. sides. Which is like, isn't that just a sword? That's the sword. But a double-edged sword is one that ha- is sharp on both sides. No handle. And not the other side. Hard We're talking to about hand no that. handle. Like from top to bottom, it is just a sword. Those swords are notoriously hard to hand and now. Okay, guys, listen. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently we bungled it, Mike, so I got to play the bungle music. You ready? Oh, shit. Thank yep. God we have that. <laughs> I know, right? I normally start these emails with, hi, Mike and Steve, but Mike gets a free pass on this one. Sounds vaguely positive. Steve, I like and respect all of the talented work that you've done starting a successful business in the entertainment industry. Well, thank you. However, this has been. I saw last week's episode, while not driving, where you opened your Mac and every conceivable space on your desktop <laughs> was filled with various unorganized files. I worked with an editor who did that, and it was living hell trying to tell Premiere Pro where the files went. I'm just looking out for you. Also, if Ryan does this, please fire him and just know that I can start on Monday. In any case, tell Ryan that I. Why is everyone gunning for Ryan's job? Tell Ryan that I've brought a nice pair. I bought a nice pair of boxing gloves, and I'm sure, and I'd sure like to break them in. Is this the same guy who tried to fight Ryan last time? That's all your is new Is that editor. Ian Gregory Blaine? It's the same guy? Yeah, it is Ian. You it know how Ian. many people have never had their history roads read? I know, and this motherfucker. All Ian in wants here. to do is be on the show, and he's and, been and on the show to tell me 12 how to, fucking times. Trying to tell me how to keep my desktop! <laughs> keep your desktop however you want with the new Miller chilling out. I'll never read another email from you ever again, <laughs> Ian Gregory Blaine. You're never going to work here, buddy. Holy shit. You're never going to get hired by us. You might as well stop listening. Just don't threaten Ryan. He's soft and boy. You know, I, I get, it's funny to be like, your desktop's <laughs> messy. Who gives a fuck? Does it, does, it bother you? It bothers me. Why? Because it makes, uh, it's my it's me projecting my anxieties yeah. about that onto you. If well, it doesn't bother it, you, it's your goddamn computer. Yeah, it doesn't computer. bother me at all. I know how to find my shit. It does slow down your computer. So I, as your friend, I want the best user experience. I think that it slows down an old, slow computer. These new computers are meant to room, room, maybe like engine of a martyr cycle. You're not wrong. <laughs> a martyr Cassie cycle. Hodge sends us a short history road. Corgi. Hi, Mike and Steve. Love you, boys. And my husband, John, and I were excited to meet you, Steve, at RTX in July. Okay, thank you. Anyway, I love DB so much. And recently I was watching episode 163 while suffering from monthly woman moon water cramps. <laughs> oh, real good. I would give this chick Ryan's job in a second. Yeah. I laughed so hard in the first 10 minutes that I guess I exercised the right muscles and my cramps stopped. Oh, nice. What? We listen, stopped cramps. We stopped. To, 
Dude, we stopped menstrual cramps. Yeah, dude, that's the power of the show. We could we could cure your period. Dude, that's a, <laughs> it's a man's dream, don't you think? To be able to stop period cramps. Imagine if you were known as a man that yeah. could stop period cramps. You would be most eligible bachelor. Yeah, yeah, you'd be the MIB, most eligible bachelor. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, my Corgi Sonny <laughs> and Boston Terrier Lil watch DB with me, and they always perk up their ears when they hear the horn honk. <laughs> my Boston Terrier small. Let's do a real organic horn honk for you. Could you do two horn honks for my Sonny and Lil? Because they are two horn-born girls. Thanks so much. Love ya. I love that I'm gonna give some puppies! There you go, Lil, you little bitch. <laughs> and if you're playing this, like on your Alexa or something, where the whole house could hear it and your dogs could hear it, I'd just like to say, um, who wants to go outside? <laughs> you wanna go outside? Are you hungry? Are you hungry? Food time! Who wants a snack? Damn it, I wish I had <gasps> a bag to who wants a treat? <gasps> crinkle. Who wants a treat? <laughs> now you gotta give your diet, <laughs> dude. There you go. <gasps> who wants a treat? Who wants a treat? Who wants a treat? That's just another one of those Budweiser commercials. <laughs> Who wants a treat? Who wants a treat? It's just a photo of a big <laughs> treat. Pick up your horse, Gary. <laughs> you got the beer, now you gotta get the horse. Don't put the beer before the horse. Get your treats. Some asshole hasn't picked up his horse yet. Hey, come get your horse, Gary. We're gonna put your whole phone number on TV. Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall sends us. Uh, dude, I was I was looking for the Comic Con exclusive Kirkendall this year. <laughs> oh man, this is the the most highly detailed people who listen to this podcast. History Road Blank is my favorite blank. Hello, our beautiful horn honking boys. My wife was making us some delightful ice cream sunders. Oh man, that's while nice. watching you boys in all our glory, and while heating up some Mamma Mia, that's nice chocolate fudge in the microwave oven. <laughs> It exploded and she yelled, Babe, we had a chocolate explosion in the microwave. <laughs> and I immediately yelled, Chocolate explosion is my favorite Eddie Murphy stand-up special featuring Ludacris. <laughs> all right. And we all we laughed all night and she yelled at me to give this tasty gift to our boys. All right. All right, we got one more here. What does that mean, watching it in all our glory? Were they naked, eating Sundays? Yeah, they're calling themselves glorious. Oh, okay. Tyler Z sends another blank as my favorite blank email, saying, Hey there, DB babies. I have a hard time finding opportunities to use blank as my favorite blank joke, but my friend was mentioning that time she visited New Orleans. I asked if it was anything like Alabama, where she had been before, to which she responded, It's kind of like Alabama. They just have bigger swamps and some longer longer bogs. It's a bog. Bog is like a little swamp, right? A bog is like a swamp. You stack bogs up and then you have a slammer. 
I then said Longer Boggs is my favorite jazz musician. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, man. That's a good one. He also played outfield for the Red Sox. Anywho, go ahead 90s. and throw me a good sick horn honk out of that old horn Betsy. And I'll keep loving and following your work. Love you, born boys. <laughs> All right, Mike, let's get out of here. Got shit to do. I got video games to play. I had a good time. I hope we. I, I had hope a good we time had too. something. I hope we said something good. I hope we did more good than bad in the first part. You know, I just, dude, I just, it's a, it's a, this is a forum for us to kind of vent our frustrations. And I was so frustrated about recent events and stuff. But yeah, look, dude, positivity is key. Yeah. And you got to keep that light, man. You got some light in you. Everyone's got light in them for sure. But if it's hard for you to find yours or you feel like yours is clouded, just know that there are ways to bring your light back. You just got to stay positive, be good to people, treat people the way you want to be treated. Don't be an arsehole. Don't be an arsehole. Use your fucking turn signal, you fucking piece of garbage. <laughs> I'm very thankful that we get to do this regardless of yeah. how the times are or whatever and how bad or good things are you could always count on your boys to give you a little smile in your mouth yeah man that's all we want we just want to make you happy and then maybe live a bit of a comfortable life while doing it yeah that's all we want i'm sure that's all anybody wants and we hope it for you and we wish it for you we're sending you energy from our beards through the ether to you so you know and if you don't want it then fucking Dude, just like fucking don't be weird about it. Suck a dick. Dude, don't be weird and suck a dick. That was a HeadGum Podcast.